Welcome to our inaugural podcast brought to you by MBS English Language Department. I'm your host, Jasmine. In today's episode, we have Rehana who will share with us on the principles of English language teaching and learning, and clips, as well as Tracy who will share with us more on visible thinking. With me today, we have Rehana who will share with us about clips. Rehana, what is clips? And can you please share more with us about the teaching processes at late? Hi everyone. CLIPS refers to the principles of English language teaching and learning, which draws from the beliefs about teaching and learning described in the Singapore curriculum philosophy and the knowledge bases which underpin the STP. While accolade refers to English language teaching processes to be employed during the pre- main and post phases of English language lessons. It draws from the teaching areas under pedagogical practices to guide the design of instruction and enactment of learning experiences in the 21st century English language classroom. Accolade, when we break it down, refers to raising awareness, structuring consolidation, facilitating assessment for learning, AFL, enabling application, guiding discovery, and instructing explicitly. You can make further references to Accolade from the EL Syllabus 2020 on page 124 to 127. As English language teachers, CLIPS and Accolade help us teachers to think more deeply about planning and teaching English language to provide all students with access to the richest curriculum. In this episode, I will be sharing on the principles of English language teaching and learning, clips, and making reference to reading comprehension. In order to help our pupils understand how language works and learn how to use language effectively in a range of contexts, we need to engage our pupils connectively and effectively through learning experiences. These learning experiences should provide opportunities for pupils to master the use of increasingly sophisticated language skills, structures and processes in an integrated contextualized manner and through interaction with the teacher, with the texts and with one another. Our pupils also require learning to be skillfully scaffolded and supported so that they can develop increasing confidence and effectiveness in applying what they have learned. All these require the teacher's thoughtful and flexible use of clips and accolade as the guide to instructional planning and classroom teaching. Let's break down the acronym CLIPS, C-L-L-I-P-S. C for contextualization. The first L, learner-centeredness. The second L, learning-focused instruction. I, integration. P, process orientation and as being spiral progression. Contextualizing in reading comprehension instruction places the learners in a vivid and meaningful, authentic situation in a real-world context. 
Contextualization can be done through designing the reading lessons and activities that centers on the learner's field of interest and environment. Learning tasks and activities will be designed for pupils to learn the language in a familiar, authentic and meaningful context of use. For example, lessons will be planned around learning outcomes, a theme or a type of text to help students use related linguistic and non-linguistic skills, grammatical items, structures and vocabulary appropriately in spoken and written language using different semiotic modes to suit purpose, audience, context and culture. What can you do? What students read shapes how and how well they learn to read. What students read also determine how well they read it. Therefore, text selection is key in designing the reading lesson. A few questions we teachers need to consider. What will resonate with your students? Finding a text that speaks to your students on the same level, either life experiences, will better help your students connect with the text. How does setting and context affect how your students understand the text? Consider diversity of text and genre. Therefore, find the sweet spot between accessibility and difficult text. Balancing accessibility and challenging text has to be an ongoing consideration for teachers throughout the academic year. The next principle is what we teachers are most familiar with, learner-centeredness. Learners are at the centre of the teaching-learning process. Teaching will be differentiated according to pupils' needs, abilities and interests. Effective and more interactive pedagogies will be used to engage them and to strengthen their language development. To differentiate teaching and reading comprehension for learners with different needs, abilities, interests, you could modify one or more of the following. What can you do? Content. Vary the material given to different pupils. For instance, assign pupils to read texts of different difficulty levels based on length and or complexity of ideas, vocabulary and syntax. Differentiate in terms of process. Vary the activities pupils engage in to attain their learning goals. For instance, adjust the level of teacher's scaffolding provided by giving pupils who find reading a challenge a series of guiding questions or graphic organiser to help them structure their understanding. Products. Vary the final deliverable completed by different pupils. Allow pupils to demonstrate their learning by presenting their understanding of text through different activity. Include more multimodal text and use of interactive activities such as hot sitting and readers theatre to help the pupils develop their understanding of text. Allow the pupils to co-construct the situation described in their reading and then demonstrate their learning through dramatisation. The next principle, learning-focused instruction entails providing a rich and responsive learning environment for communication. It explicitly fosters oral communication skills and focuses on achieving learner and learning outcomes. It actively engages students by encouraging participation, interaction and boosting their confidence in the use of language. It promotes collaboration and rapport among learners from different socio-cultural backgrounds by fostering positive relationships among students. This can be accomplished by creating a positive classroom culture. 
For example, through building trust among students, establishing clear expectations and routines, and maintaining positive discipline by encouraging fair and appropriate behaviour during reading lessons. So what can you do? Create a language-rich classroom environment by inviting pupils to collaboratively engage with and respond to a wide range of rich texts that use internationally acceptable English, standard English, including print and non-print, literary and informational and functional texts. Through collaborative group work, enable pupils to develop their listening and speaking skills, harnessing ICT resources such as podcasts, videos and audio-visual recording software as appropriate. Set ground rules requiring pupils to communicate in internationally acceptable English throughout the reading lesson and model the use of internationally acceptable English yourself. Foster a culture of learning in which pupils are actively engaged in their learning by providing ample opportunities for pair and group work during reading comprehension lesson. Also provide opportunities for achieving success by judiciously assigning the pupils to groups according to their needs, abilities and interests. Where possible, assign one or two pupils who are stronger in certain skills like inferencing, asking questions or forming opinions in a reading text to each group. This will allow these pupils to experience success by demonstrating their mastery of the skill, their peers as you simultaneously allow for peer learning. The next English language principle is integration. Integration involves teaching the receptive skills, productive skills, grammar and vocabulary in an integrated way with one set of skills building on another. Using facts from relevant print, non-print and digital network sources to provide different perspectives and meaningful connections, including to the wider text of language use. What you can do as teacher in a reading comprehension class. Structure your instruction around rich, authentic texts in different modes. Example, written, audiovisual, can also help to integrate the different areas of language learning naturally within a lesson or unit of learning. Provide language learning opportunities offered by rich, authentic texts in different modes. For example, when reading a text about animals' rights in pre-reading stage, invite pupils to listen to and view an excerpt from a documentary on animal rights in order to identify the main ideas and points of view in the text. You could also ask pupils to discuss their responses to the excerpt and present or represent their opinions about it. For instance, pupils can share whether they agree or disagree with the perspective presented in the excerpt. Provide scaffolding and teacher modelling to learn and apply reading and viewing strategies before, during and after their reading of a magazine article that represents the topic of animal rights from a perspective different from that presented in a documentary. Provide opportunities for pupils to identify, discuss and learn vocabulary items and grammatical structures that they found challenging, interesting or impactful. These will also allow pupils to develop and articulate what their perspective on the text is. If these responses are shared with the class, pupils will leave the lesson having heard multiple perspectives on the text as a post-reading activity.
Do remember to keep the cognitive load on the pupils manageable by teaching, revising and revisiting a limited number of language skills and features through the pre-reading, reading and post-reading stages of a lesson. P. Process Orientation Here, process orientation sees the teacher modelling, scaffolding and differentiating the learning processes for the development of language skills and knowledge about language while guiding students to put together their final spoken, written and or multimodal products. What you could do as a teacher? Identify stages involved in the performance of language tasks and the learning strategies pupils can use at each stage of the reading lesson. For example, identify pre-reading during reading strategies around the mastery of these learner strategies. Use the teaching processes accolade that we will discuss later to help pupils learn and apply the language skills and learner strategies. Provide scaffolding and explicit instruction to support learning and build pupils' awareness of their learning process and learning needs. Allow pupils to co-construct tasks and rehearse, refine their performance in the safety of their groups. Over time, reduce the amount of scaffolding provided until pupils are able to complete the task independently. Set aside adequate time to intervene and provide feeding forward on pupils' performance at various stages of language use. Model and scaffold language processes according to the difficulty level of a task and learner's level of attainment. When demonstrating how to complete language tasks, Verbalize through processes, through strategies such as think aloud. Scaffolding provided to enable pupils to carry out tasks beyond their unassisted efforts should be only temporary. As you observe pupils becoming increasingly able to handle the task on their own, gradually hand over the responsibility of task performance and completion to them. Use the GRR model. Also use a range of scaffolding techniques which include verbal scaffolding, procedural scaffolding and even instructional scaffolding. Adopt scaffolding techniques that help break down tasks into stages, create interests, keep the pupils on track and manage their precision. Several scaffolding strategies could be used in tandem to support the completion of one task. The last principle of English language teaching and learning is spiral progression. To achieve spiral progression, the teacher instructs, revises and revisits skills, grammatical items, structures and various types and forms of text including multimodal and hybrid text at increasing levels of difficulty and sophistication. Develop schemes of work in collaboration with teachers from all the other levels including lower, mid and upper primary. This would ensure that there is a continuum of learning of the required skills in the six areas of language learning. For instance, reading and viewing involves a range of language skills, learner strategies, attitudes and behaviour. Find out which of these skills, strategies, attitudes and behaviour have already been taught to your class and adjust your teaching instruction accordingly. Adjust the topics used to teach, review and revisit language skills and features over time based on pupils' level of cognitive and socio-emotional development. As you may have realised, the principles and processes, clips and accolade are interconnected, non-sequential 
and are not mutually exclusive. As such, it sets up to be neither prescriptive nor exhaustive in its coverage of teaching strategies. It aims to encourage you to adapt, expand on and experiment with the suggested teaching ideas based on your professional judgment of what works best with your pupils. With that, I hope you have a better understanding of the six principles of English language teaching and learning, which is CLIPS, and the six teaching processes, accolades. Thank you, Vahana, for the sharing. Next, we have Tracy to share with us on visible thinking. Hello, teachers. I'm Tracy. I'm really excited to share with you one of the key comprehension strategies that the department has adopted. That is, asking questions. I think you would agree with me when I say that we can't ask questions without thinking. Thus, as teachers, do we believe in developing thinking among our pupils? Are we adept at getting them to think? Do we develop their disposition to think? Do we design, carefully prompt, scaffold, and support our pupils' thinking in our lessons? Do we build thinking routines? And in doing so, help to create a culture of thinking? As teachers, we need to aim to make thinking visible. In the book that I'm reading, The Power of Making Thinking Visible, written by Ron Richhart and Mark Church, in the research that they embarked on, teachers found routines useful, appealing, and applicable. In the book, the authors shared the power of thinking routines that would transform our teaching and learning. In this very first broadcast by the English department, I would like to share one thinking routine that I read in the book and that we could incorporate in our reading comprehension lessons. It is called the leaderless discussion. After reading a text or even after watching a video, each group member will come up with two questions they are interested in discussing. He or she will think how they might respond to the questions and why they find their own questions interesting or thought-provoking. The discussion process goes like this. One pupil reads his or her question and explains why it is particularly interesting. The group members will then respond to the presented question and share the thinking about the question taking no more than five minutes per discussion. When time is up, the person who asked the question will summarize the discussion in one sentence too. In the subsequent rounds, the steps are repeated by other group members. The group then reflects on the discussion and how it has developed or changed their understanding of the comprehension text. The leaderless discussion came about because this seventh grade teacher, Heather Woodcock in Massachusetts, wanted to nurture independence in her students. What prompted her to come up with that thinking routine? 
Well, when she conducted a reading lesson, two things bothered her. One, she noticed that it seemed she was doing most of the work. She asked the questions. She moved the discussion along. She brought up new points herself. She chose who would talk. So in the end, she found that it was her discussion, not her students. Two, although the class discussion was lively, it was always the same students who spoke up. She then had to call upon the other students to take part in the discussion. Don't we find that familiar? Hitha came up with the thinking routine, the leaderless discussion, to encourage more student ownership and to create roles for all students to get involved. Moreover, she wanted her students to learn how to generate good questions. Learning to frame good questions that engage others in discussion is not easy. I admit it. It takes time to develop. As students work with a leaderless discussion over time, the skill of formulating good questions will be developed and improved. You are right if you think that for this thinking routine to succeed, you need to select an appropriate text worthy of discussion. The kind of text that has debatable ideas or has different perspectives. I have shared the steps of conducting the leaderless discussion on the PowerPoint slides. For the next podcast, I will share with you my success story and the hiccups that I face. In line with the new 2020 English syllabus, by making thinking visible among our students in reading comprehension, we are in fact developing close and critical reading skills. We had a department sharing on questioning two years back. Again, last year in the department's sharing on comprehension strategies, Ray shared the strategy asking questions, one of the key comprehension strategies in our school. Questions are the master key to understanding. Questions propel us forward and take us deeper into reading. Remember we shared this structure, Wonder Books, for asking questions two years back? Wonder Books started off by this fifth grade teacher who modelled her own curiosity by jotting down her questions. She then encouraged the students to share their own questions. The Wonder Books give kids a formal place to jot their questions hold their thinking and research answers. Besides the leaderless discussion, we should continue to encourage pupils to jot their questions down and post them on the Wonder Wall. I've come to the end of my very first sharing in this very first podcast. Do spend time in thinking about what I've shared, the leadership discussion, or, or rather the leaderless discussion, as well as Wonderwall, the structure that we shared with you two years back.
in the upcoming level meeting for the English teachers, we will ask how you have implemented the comprehension strategies in your class. By then, I hope we could hear from you some success stories. For instance, how you have carried out Wonder Book, one of the structures that we can use. Bye bye. Thank you, Tracy, for the insightful sharing. In this episode, we have learned and gained more insights on visible thinking and clips through the sharings by Tracy and Rihanna. That brings us to the end of this episode. In the next episode, we have teachers who will be sharing on their reading comprehension lesson. Thank you for listening, teachers.